was saying the penis. It's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, mine's pretty great. So <laughs> I've heard the the average is five and a half. That's pretty huge. Five and a half. Whoa. That's the average. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> the average. Assuming like the average height, not <laughs> the average height of a man. Yeah. Is that is it? What is it? Five and a half feet. No. What? I don't know. How tall are average guys? I don't know. No, I'm saying my penis is five and a half feet. Oh, I see. I see. And so it's it's on a. You've got it's it's retractable though, right? I mean, clearly. You yeah, I've got it on one of those like you wheel it like. And oh, you dude. push the button, it goes. Oh no, it's like a tape measure. Let's it's like a like tape that. measure. Yeah. No, I was gonna say you got to spring for the automatic. Well, it's like roll it's, up. A, it's like a tape measure when I'm aroused. Oh. When <laughs> the fire department need to have a fire, they call me. <laughs> Wait, when the fire department needs to have a fire, they call you. Fire department sitting around bored, like man, I really need a fire right about now. You know what you need? My mixtape. My mixtape. <laughs> I'll start a fire right now. Puts on his sunglasses. Literally burns the place to the ground, but the mixtape, though. And my penis. <laughs> Welcome to the Zeitgeist Podcast. My name is Greg. My name is Nick. Uh, I don't know how much of that's going to be in the... Oh, I'll probably put all of it. Oh, all of it? Great. Fun. Uh, we like to talk it's a little mostly bit. mostly about my penis. Mostly. but it's, to worry about. Yeah. No, I, it, yeah, I didn't even mention mine because I'm embarrassed because it's not five and a half feet. But we just like to riff to test our microphones before we start recording and then... Uh, sometimes we just go on tangents and we forget that we're recording, but, uh, welcome. I'm glad you guys are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, um, Greg is yeah. taking the lead on this one. Yep. I have no idea what he's going to talk about, but nope. I am, you don't need to, I'm all here for it yep. today. So, I mean, we, we, you, if you've been following the show, like if you're one of the dozen or so people who's been following the show, um, uh, we, we missed a few weeks here. I was sick for a bit. Um, had the coronavirus, and uh, it was it was rough. And th- by that I mean I had a common cold. I, I it was it's literally a coronavirus, but it was just cold. And since sitting here, I now I now have the coronavirus. Oh, I know, I know. It's it's. And I also have a corona. And yeah, yeah. Um, because this corona. I, time. I imagine under a microscope, you know, it's just like a super laid back virus, you know, just with on a, a beach. with yeah with a with a bottle of corona and lime, and it's just chilling. It's like what's what's up, man. But there's just lots of them, and it's and it's like I'm I'm gonna go kill some people, and it's not that chill actually. <laughs> it just looks chill on the microscope. Um, so real quick, so one I, the coronavirus is is not a good thing for a lot of people, but right. um, I did see one thing that was going around. So basically, a lot well, of the coronavirus was going around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they they're all having some coronas, um, right? But it also China is basically like shut down, right? So, in a week after China basically like shut down all their manufacturing, their air pollution was like cleaned by like seventy five percent. What? Like there was a map showing like the pollution, which is pretty normal, like all this red, like toxic stuff in the air. It is gone. Like all of China, all of China's air is like pretty much been cleaned because they're. Wow. It's been they've been shut off. Dude, so whoa, it's coming to me now. New conspiracy theory. This isn't what I was going to talk about, but we're going there no. now. Okay, I think I know what you're doing because me, my wife said the same thing. Did she? Yeah, go on. Greta Thunberg. Okay, that's not what she said. Okay, <laughs> Greta, dude, aggressive Greta. A Greta came out with this plan. Aggressive. I don't know. I, I thought I would be able to combine it. I couldn't. It, I, I'm, yeah, it I'm moving really past it. Okay. She came up with this plan to save the planet. Shut down China. 
Mm-hmm. That's what happened, dude. The envi- the the enviro terrorists came out and they were like, guys, China's killing the planet. We've got to do something about this. They went to the Russians and the Russians like, we've got biological weapons for days. Check it out. We keep them in a freezer. And they're like, this one looks good. And they threw it at China and China's like, oh, no. And then they shut down and now the planet is saved and the polar bears can breathe easy. So actually, I think what happened is the environmental terrorists went to Russia and they said, what you got? And they said, we've got stuff in the freezer. And he goes, I like these. He goes, those are our Coronas. He goes, it'll work. They <laughs> threw it at, turns out it was a virus. What they did is they took Coronas, right? And they put a rag in it and they lit it on fire and they made Molotov Corona cocktails and it became the coronavirus. Right. Yeah. Or what was it? Bat soup is how it actually started. I don't know. You know, actually, it's funny. Like I, I was joking around with my wife. Early on, it was early days, so I didn't know how bad it was going to be. So I was making jokes because it's, you know, who I am. And uh, I had like a, I sneezed or something. And she's like, oh, no, you've got the coronavirus. And I was like, yeah, I ate a bat yesterday. Um, but I didn't even know that it came from bats. I just picked a random animal. It just so happens to be that bats are the real, like the real deal. So I'm, I, I think I think that's what means that I'm right about this. Because I somehow like some psych, like subconscious part of my brain guessed bats. And now that same subconscious part of my brain is telling me. It's it's environmental terrorists. Yeah, because I was joking with my wife the same way. She was like, I bet somebody was like, we need to get this climate under control. It is too hot. I have changed my nest so many times. It ain't cutting it. Yeah. So I'm going to release this virus to a large populated area that. And then it just shuts off. Like, that's it. Like, yeah, like, that's oh, it. it'll shut down China and then mm-hmm. it'll. And then I think it just got far, way too far out of their hands. Was this yeah. what we were going to talk about? That's not what I was going to talk about at all. No, but it's like that. It's like that picture. It's like that episode of SpongeBob when um, him and Patrick go around like helping everybody, and the city's burning down. And like we did it, we saved the city. It's <laughs> exactly what happened. We saved the planet, <laughs> and everybody's dying. Uh, actually, no, like it's not. It's not the death toll is high, but it's the disease rate's high too. The real like like the rate is like three point four percent, which is like don't get me wrong, that's like zero percent is ideal. But like Ebola, dude, like the the death rate was like forty percent. Yeah, it was like crazy how high that was. I, it's because I think the virus is so new that they don't have they just don't have any way to treat it, and the people who die from it are already have compromised immune systems. They're right. old. They're young. They, um, they they just don't have the access to proper health care. Or yeah. it's all those like if you have. Basically, if you have any type of symptom, go to the hospital. You know what you get? Probably like two weeks of like doing nothing in quarantine. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I mean, I could, I'd kill for just like showing up and be like, hey, <coughs> bag him and tag him. And then they <laughs> shove me in a room and I say, it's Corona time. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd be like, hey, where's my beer? Hey, you, can, you, can you guys get some pretzels? Hey, can you get some pretzels in here? <laughs> Um, but actually like it it brought back another, like I I just started Googling viruses again, not what I was going to talk about, but here we go. I just started Googling viruses, um, and like, like the big pandemics we've had in our lifetimes and like how they've had to be able to like SARS was the the most applicable one because it's the same type of virus. It only killed like 773 people. It's a lot of people, 700 people. It's a lot of people, but this current one has killed like 3000 something people. Um, what? it just capped at a hundred thousand today. No, no, no. That's confirmed cases. Not. Oh, not that's kills. Case. Holy crap! Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> uh, if a hundred thousand people had died, they people would be a lot more freaked out. I mean, they're freaked out, but I'm buying toilet paper and stuff. It doesn't even cause diarrhea. Everybody's buying toilet paper. 
I can't get toilet paper. I anywhere. think it's just because people are freaking out that they're gonna be like confined to their homes. Yeah, so. but like buy water, man. Like I, can, you can make do without toilet paper. Yeah, I mean, because people, because it, it really makes me mad when people do that. Because I saw people, uh, in the Facebook marketplace selling hand sanitizer for like fifteen bucks. What? So I, oh, I reported on. it because I'm like, come on, man. Yo. Like that's not cool. Like get by what if you are paranoid which it's fine just don't go overboard there's other mm-hmm. people who need stuff too because then you're going to leave other people out to dry and they yeah. can't get the supplies they need so get right. what you need to stock up for enough time but not don't empty a shelf right but i guess the point i'm making is we've been here before we all remember bird well we don't all but we remember the bird flu right and that was scary um, and then there was SARS, and then there was uh, H1N1 swine flu. Um, I had you had that I one. had H1N1, and yeah. you know what it was? The flu. If it's it's a t- it, yeah, it's influenza, but it was like that one in particular. Like five hundred and seventy-five thousand people died from H1N1, like a huge number. Like in the amount of time that the like, coronavirus has gone on so far. Um, I don't know, but like globally, that's that's like the the final death toll. For H1N1, and I'm like, that's a lot, because I remember that one was a, a really aggressive, because yeah, we were both going to the same school. Yeah, and I was I, a sophomore I, in high school. Yeah, like, and I showed up at, for class, and there was like six people there, and I'm like, and there are no teachers, they're all substitutes, and I'm like, man, this is like, it, it was like being in a movie, you know? Where mm-hmm. like like the world is just slowly, it was like a, it was like The Walking Dead, except like, you know, before everything went crazy. Anyway. Um, well, have you seen the, because... Because uh, I had H1N1 and I went to the doctor. I was like, oh, I am like, I, because I normally, even when I get the flu shot, I end up always getting the flu or just, or I go to the doctor or I, and I, or it's just like a really aggressive cold and I always know Sucks. it's coming. Yes. Every year I get it around like September, October time. I get it every year and I don't know why. I'll get the flu shot. I won't get the flu shot because I forget sometimes, but I always get something that's mm-hmm. just, makes you feel like, like like shit so when i got h1n1 um they're like oh you got h1n1 and i was in and when they told me that i was freaking out thinking i was going to die and then my doctor goes no here just take uh tamiflu or whatever and you should be fine in a couple days just get some bed rest and lots of fluids and everything and so but the thing is the school i couldn't go back to school for two weeks like they wouldn't yeah. let me go back yeah no it was like it was empty it was a ghost town like, well, like you should have seen the lunchroom man like they took all the tables like they were like folded up, like only like four tables needed to be unfolded. There were like no students. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, I loved it because I got like excused from like a ton of stuff. Oh, yeah. Because it was like you were on death's door and I get and I'm like walking into school. I'm like, I was all the girls were like, oh, can we sign your cast? I'm like, yeah, my sure. And they're all like, no, that didn't happen. Everyone was more <laughs> like I came sign back to my sc- cast. Everyone was coming. To, I would come back to school and everyone like literally would come up to me and go, I thought you died. I thought you were going to die and nobody would touch me or talk to me because they thought they would die. Yeah. But I mean, like it wasn't so great for me either. It was like, you know, everyone's focused on the victims and it's like, get out of here with your strong immune system. I don't care about you. You were here the whole time. Oh, boo hoo. Yeah, I know. Actually, it was it was fine. I'm, I'm glad I didn't get it. Hey, you probably had a pretty easy week at school. I oh, had so s- it was so chill. I had like a terrible like three days. And then like, I mean, I was super sick for like two days and the third day. I felt like great because medicine was working, right. but they're like, you're still technically contagious for like, like five days after. 
mm-hmm. technically. So I couldn't go to school for a week. And the school's like, you know what? Just stay home another week just to be safe. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, why not? Great. Like, just take, if you're feeling fine, like, you just yeah, go I hang out. home. Like, what was I doing at the time? Playing the Wii? Probably playing Super Mario Galaxy or something. I probably was. I was real. I 100% of Mario Galaxy, the first one. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I 100% of that thing. I unlocked Luigi. I never played the second one. Wasn't into that one. Hmm. Still just as fun, but I yeah. like the first one more just because it's fun. Anyway, we're getting, yeah. we got way off topic. Yeah. Here, okay. So. so about halfway through the episode, I'm finally going to get into what the uh, episode's about. So it's a tale as old as not time, but it's ancient. It's old. So you've all probably heard of, um, hold on. It's Play-Doh. I'm trying to remember the name of the, the Play-Doh. Book. Don't Play-Doh. eat it. It's salty. Yeah. And disgusting. Actually, that's what I was wondering. Is Play-Doh actually like non-toxic? Because I ate a lot of Play-Doh. Yeah, it's meant to kid. be. It's totally fine to eat. They, okay. they just make it extra salty so kids won't eat it. But I did. Yeah, it's I, totally I was like, fine. I was like, I like the salt. Yeah, it's totally non-toxic. Like it's made from dough. They just, okay. They just, I, they just make it extra bitter mm. and gross so kids will be discouraged from eating it. But you can't eat it. Just mm. like glue. You can eat glue. It's not going to kill you. Right. Unless you like swallow a gallon, then you glue your organs closed. Right. Okay. So I actually I, I remember now. So we've all probably read Plato's works, Timaeus and Critias. I'm sure you've read them. Of course. Of course. Plato Plato's famous works uh, from ancient Greece. Um, they're most famous for the lost city of Atlantis. Ooh, buddy. Yep, we're getting into that. I love, but me not some exactly. Atlantis. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out here and say this right now. Plato never intended Atlantis to be a real place. He wasn't trying to convince anyone it was an actual place. Just like Plato's allegory of the cave, mm-hmm. it's an allegory. It's telling a story. Like he didn't mean there was a literal cave. Yeah, with cave, literal people. Everyone knows caves don't exist. There's no real caves out there. You're being lied to. They're all holes that have been dug by man. For their purposes. And the government doesn't mm. want you to know what these cave systems are really for. Yeah, to get to Hollow Earth. To get to the Hollow Earth. That's what they've been trying to do this whole time. Mm-hmm. But but no, it's like he doesn't mean a literal cave and people sitting there in front of a literal fire and you see literal images on like shadows on the wall. It, it's an allegory. It's telling. It's trying to tell a, a moral point because Plato was a philosopher. He wasn't a historian, right? So when he talks about Atlantis, uh, it's it's about pride. You know, it's, it's the city, the shining city on the water and its own pride is what sunk it into the ocean. That's that's the story of Atlantis. So it was never supposed to be a real place. Let me just say that straight. Mm-hmm. So there is no Atlantis. There never was an Atlantis. All right? We cool? Okay. We cool. What if I told you, though, there are other potential lost cities and continents that people have talked about through history? One of them, have you ever heard of the, the continent of Mu? No. It's Actually. Mu M U is a is a continent. M U, M U. Sorry, what? <laughs> I didn't get the joke at first. No M U M U. Michigan so, University. Michigan University. There is no Michigan University. People, wake up! Wake up, sheeple! <laughs> uh, no, but actually, like there is. So it was. There were a couple people that have mentioned it throughout history. Uh, it was first introduced by Augustus Le Pyong Plongjong. Plong, plongion, plong, P-L-O-N-G-E-O-N. Plunger? Yep, yep. Augustus um, Plunger? Sure, sure. And he mentioned the land of Mew. Um, 
he actually was using it as an alternative name for Atlantis. So I, I give that just, he credited the name. But James Churchward, Churchward, Churchward. Um, Churchward. What a churchwad. That's my favorite joke from Shrek that I didn't get as a kid is that the the bad guy, the short guy, uh, the original Shrek, his name is Lord Farquaad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I never picked up on it as a kid, I but it's my favorite part of the movie now. I didn't pick. Sorry to say this, but do you remember the one part where they walk up to the castle and it's like huge and like oh, yeah. super tall? And he goes, wow, this is Lord Farquaad's castle. Yeah. I think he's compensating for something. Yeah, I remember that joke. I was like, oh, uh, that's a height and a penis joke. Yeah, that's great. And we've come full circle back to the beginning. Um, but okay, essentially, James Churchward, um, he thought that the land of Mew was also uh, the the famous Lemuria, which is where lemurs supposedly come from. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently it's tough to track the genetics of lemurs, and so there's some special land that lemurs originated on. Um, anyway, so the mythical idea started with Augustus Leplongion, uh, in the early 1800s, mid 1800s, um, so he he was with the Mayans, right? He was investigating the Mayan ruins in Yucatan, okay. and and uh, he found copies of Popol Vuh. Uh, these are difficult words, like these are not English words, but uh, it's a sacred book of the quiche uh, from the ancient Mayan civilization. The quiche, like quiche. A the quiche. delightful breakfast it's pastry. Ki- yeah, exactly. Well, no, it's K apostrophe. I C H E apostrophe. There's another apostrophe at the end. What is so, the, ap- what? Yeah. So maybe like it's like K and then like they air quotes itch, you know. I don't know. I don't know what they were going for K- with that. K itchy. K itchy. K K. I'm itchy. itchy. K. Yeah. Itchy. And then you point at yourself. Itchy. Itchy. Right. Yeah. It's 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 like when you know white folks try to speak Spanish. It's exactly what they do. Anyway, so he found the. It's a sacred book from from. That people group, and they were they were part of the ancient Mayans, and uh, in uh, in Yucatan, supposedly that civilization is older than Greece or Egypt, right? Like way back, we're talking maybe ten thousand years back, kind of kind of long time ago, right? Uh, and that book supposedly told the story of an even older continent, right? And so that continent he called Mu, uh, because it was translated. So it it wasn't actually originally called Mu in the book. Uh, in the in the sacred text, it was mistranslated. He used a certain codex um, to translate it to a, a, a Spanish alphabet, and that word kind of got you know muddled. But anyway, the way it was described um, was as such. So this was in uh, 1882. He said, "In our journey westward across the Atlantic, we shall pass in sight of that spot where once existed the pride and life of the ocean, the land of Mew." which at the epoch that we have been considering had not yet been visited by the wrath of human, what lord of volcanic fires to whose fury it afterward fell a victim. The description of the land was given to Solon by Sonchis, priest at Sais, difficult words, its destruction by earthquakes and submergence recorded by Plato in his Timaeus, which he's saying it's, it's at the same as Atlantis, uh, have been told and retold so many times as useless to encumber these pages with a repetition of it, right? Along comes James Churchward. You go, Churchward. Churchward, uh, after after the original name had been given for it, he went searching for Lemuria. And he posited that it could be the same as the mythical land of Mew. Right? And so he said, this is his claim, that when he was a soldier in India, he befriended a temple priest who was high-ranking and showed him 
a set of ancient tablets, clay tablets, supposedly long lost in the Nagamaya language. The iPad Pro. The iPad Pro. No, it was the it was actually the original iPod Touch. That's how old oh, it was. I know. Back I when know. those were considered tablets. Right. Essentially. <laughs> They're just like tiny tablets. Like it and just like the iPads are just big phones. Like you remember when how much people made fun of iPads? Oh yeah, like it's just a it big was a, phone. It was a huge joke. It was it was hilarious. And then now like they're all over the place. I mean, they've gotten a lot better. That's true. There's a lot more functionality now. I want one. Uh, they're good for art. I'm going on a tangent. Go on. Yeah, this yeah. Is well, stupid. It's an iPad. You know what it's an iPad, an iPad is. Everyone knows what an iPad is. But what you don't know is the Nagamaya language that was written on these tablets. Only two other people in India were able to read these tablets. So he Yildi. convinced. What? I know. Oh, uh, you know? Okay. All right. Itchy. Itchy. Yep. <laughs> uh, so he, he convinced the priest to teach him this dead language to decipher the tablets. And he promised to restore and store the tablets. Because apparently Church War is just an expert at restoring tablets. It's like a very specific niche thing that he trained for years in. Yeah, he sets up his shop in his house. He goes, I fix tablets on the side. Right, I know. Uh, These tablets were supposedly, they were either written in Burma or actually on the lost continent of Mu, according to that high priest. Um, So once he mastered the language, he found that they originated from, in quotes, the place where man first appeared, Mu. Okay. In the 1931 edition, it states that all matter of science in this work are based on translations of two sets of ancient tablets, the clay tablets that he read in India and a collection of 2,500 stone tablets that have been uncovered by William Niven in Mexico, right? Okay. So these tablets tell the whole story, and this is what I'm saying. This is this is more like your kind of thing, but I'm, I'm trying to take a page out of your book with this episode. <laughs> tells the whole story of the creation of the earth. It Whoa. talks about a superior human civilization called Nakal. Um and uh, there's a seven-headed serpent named Nayarana. Uh, anyway, it's it's a whole whole big creation story. A lot of early civilizations had had those where they have serpents and dragons and and whatnot. Uh, but he gave a description of Mu as the home of an advanced civilization, which is the Nakal, which flourished between fifty thousand and twelve thousand years ago. Right. Okay. And it it goes into a whole bunch of stuff on here, uh, but I'm just going to keep on going. So apparently, Mu had sixty four million inhabitants which means it's a pretty big That's continent a big continent right and seven major cities and colonies on the other continents right the 64 million inhabitants were separated as by 10 tribes they all followed one government they had one religion right and again this is like fifty thousand years ago according to church ward um so it was he said the landmass was located in the pacific ocean and it stretched east it was west from the marianas to easter island and north south from hawaii to mangala right so somewhere in the pacific you can say it's it's you know, but didn't you say the first guy said it was across the in the Atlantic? No, no, the first guy the the first guy didn't say where it was. He did he say Atlantic? Yeah, he's like as we journey across the Atlantic, we let me, will let me pass the spot. Oh, you're right. He did say Atlantic. All right, the first guy was wrong. I'm going with Church Ward here. Uh, ignore everything I said about Plongjian. Well, that just makes me question. Like, this sounds like Pangaea, like in a way. I don't how. Because like it was just like, like a massive land, and then it split apart. Yeah, but like, that's, and then that civilization was destroyed because the land was literally broken up into the continents. So right. it could have been one massive continent, mm-hmm. and with a thriving human race or whatever race, and then that whenever the Earth started to split into the other continents, mm-hmm. because what I don't know. 
if there's a record of how Pangea broke apart, like if it well, was no. quickly. Well, I mean, <laughs> Who, not like, who's there taking notes? Or not like evidence, like evidence, like <laughs> was it, did, was it, did they split apart very quickly? And was there a lot of destruction or was it just yeah. slowly over time they just began to drift apart? I don't think we can ever really like know for certain. I think the, the continental drift theory is is based on the tectonic plates, meaning it was probably slow. Oh, you got a point. But okay, I'm just saying. I'm. Just, I was just thinking out loud that right. it sounds like there could have been this massive colony. Right. And I mean, well, it's. And I'm sorry to cut you off again, but it's just I can imagine a whole continent being lost in the Pacific because the Pacific Ocean is huge, and right. like we don't even know half the stuff in it because it's so big. Right. You could fit like two more continents in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly, and that, but and that's the thing though is like the, a lot of the people that people will say that the land of Mew doesn't exist because continents are actually tectonic plates that have been pushed up against each other, and so there's no way they could be lost because they're actually the crust of the Earth wrinkling mm-hmm. that creates a continent, right? Um, that being said, here's what here's what supposedly happened to Mew. Uh, apparently, it was lifted above the sea level by the expansion of underground volcanic gases. And it was completely obliterated in almost a single night by a series of earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. The broken land fell into the great abyss of fire and was covered by 50 million square miles of water. Churchward claims the reasoning for the continent's destruction in one night was because the main mineral on the island was granite and it was honeycombed to create huge shallow chambers and cavities filled with highly explosive gases. Once the gases were empty after the explosion, they collapsed on themselves, causing them to crumble and sink. So essentially, it was like there was like a bunch of C4 under this island, essentially natural C4 anyway, and it just boom. And there it goes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he he, I mean, he talks about all this all this stuff about the land of Mew and and like just kind of descriptions of it, like how it had great plains and mountains and all that stuff. And you can kind of take it with a grain of salt um, as like you know, like okay, yeah, sure, it's just like Atlantis. It's just another theory. Um, what if I told you they found this one? Ooh, is this turning into a minesweeper? Uh, not quite, because it's not exactly confirmed. But they but found something. Yes. I'm so excited. What is it? All right. So off of, it's in the Pacific. So mm-hmm. we're in the right right area. Um, let me see exactly where in the Pacific it is. Hold on. Make sure. So it's around like Hawaii or something? Uh, not quite. Okay. It's close enough. It's off the coast of, um, it's off the coast of Yonaguni which is the southernmost of the Ryukyu Islands in Japan. Okay. Right? So it's about 100 kilometers east of Taiwan. Okay. And it's called, because of that, it's called the Yonaguni Monument, right? Now, here's what they found. It's deep, deep at the bottom of the ocean, right? Um, well, okay, actually, it's not that. It's 26 meters deep. It's not that deep, but it's a little deep. 26 <laughs> meters is still pretty, pretty deep. deep. I thought it was, like, way down. But anyway, um, it... When you look and and you we're gonna have to link to some pictures here because like you can't really appreciate how much it looks man-made until you like look at the pictures. But I mean, if you if you just whoop, sorry, there we go. If you just take a look here, um, what does that look like to you? <gasps> oh my god, I have seen this before. Have you? Yes, but I didn't know it was connected to like this whole lost continent. Yeah, junk. dude. So if you look at this picture, we'll try to link this exact picture I showed him. There's these big, big steps looking like they look like temple steps that walk up to this elevated platform everything's very flat and there's there's it it looks very carved out and like a way to get up and and it looks like it was a temple at one point or something like that but yeah the mono the sorry yonaguni uh monument people theorize i theorize anyway 
that that could potentially be the lost land of Mew. And that's what remains of it. Holy crap, because I didn't know that, but I heard that all I heard was that there's this structure off the coast of Japan yeah. that people believed it was man-made. And I think I heard that people tested the minerals and some of it came back as it was a form of concrete. Exactly. Like a man-made substance. Like it wasn't a naturally occurring thing. Exactly. And you know, you know what makes this a little bit more convincing for me, no matter how hard they try, is that people, the people that are criticizing this, they're not even saying it's not the land of Mew, but they're criticizing the monument itself and saying that it's naturally occurring. So those all, angles, man, those I'm, are not. I know occurring. all the critics say it's naturally occurring. They don't even give a thought that it could be just some kind of lost structure. They say that no, it's most likely natural. So if if you if you believe a uh, geologist Robert Schock, it's S C H O C H Schock of Boston Schock. University, uh, he I'm says it's most likely Schock. natural. He observed the stand, the sandstones that make up the Onaguni Formation to contain numerous well-defined parallel bedding planes, along which layers easily separate. The rocks of this group are also crisscrossed by numerous sets of parallel vertical-oriented joints in the rock. These rock these joints are natural parallel fractures by which the rectangular formations seen in the area likely formed. Now, I'm just saying, looking at what he's saying, so, okay, he's saying that these rocks were just kind of sitting there and then naturally shifted around to be in, in a configuration where they have these natural rectangular joints Cause that, it, that they can rotate around. I remember, weirdly enough, from my required geology class that I had to take in college, um, that there are, when you break rocks and minerals, they all break in specific patterns according right. to how the molecules are put together. So there, I know there are rocks that can break in perfect, like right angles and rectangles. So I could believe that. And like, maybe over time there was like, maybe there was like a plane that like, or like a cliff that like jutted out and it broke mm -hmm. off and it broke off into Possibly. that. But it, I, I don't know of any other places that have yeah, something you would like, think this occurs that would occur all over places, the ocean. Then. He did mention it occurred one other place, but he said that it's on the north coast of Yonaguni. So it's in the same not, area. Same area. Not that far away, really, when you when you think about yeah, it. Because if it was like occurring in like a different part of the world, like in the Atlantic Ocean or something, then I'd be like, OK, well, then maybe it's just a natural. It is a naturally occurring thing. Right. This world is weird. So. Right. And I mean, it's it's possible, but it's just interesting enough to share. And there's apparently there are drawings like carvings on the on the rocks, on the steps um, that they believe are are symbols that have been left by the the Lemurians or the whatever you call them. If it is Lemuria, like where the lemurs Nicole come from. or whatever. Is that oh, it? yeah. No, that's what it was. I can't remember. It, it, go back and listen There's to what so I said many before. Names so many said. names I've been saying. But the 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 skeptics are saying that um, no, it's these these drawings, quote unquote, uh, are just scratches that have occurred over time because you know other rocks have been the currents pushed other rocks by and it's just gouged it in certain ways. And oh my god, you know what yeah. I've always thought? Like whenever people find like, oh, we found these ancient symbols and they are telling the story. I always think like back. What if the person like drawing the symbols like, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna write butt on the <laughs> wall, and they're like, oh, dude, that's so funny, and it's just like a triangle with like a circle and like a hole. It's like, dude, dude, that's a that's butthole. Hilarious. <laughs> it's like, can you imagine in like fifty thousand years when someone sees that, they'll think it's like something else. <laughs> I I think about that a lot with like modern. Like how people in ten thousand years are gonna see like us? Like if they don't speak English and they like yeah, um, and they're, they're like trying to uncover our language and they're just like, 
okay, what is bruh? I keep saying bruh everywhere. Like, what does that mean? Or what does this mean? Jacob was with a Z here. Right. And then underneath it says, with your mom last night. (laughs) I don't understand, but they're talking like, zip, 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 zip. (laughs) Right. Or just like, like there's like, they keep on saying Lamau. I don't know what Lamau means or Raffle. And then they'll be like prophets. So like, like, um, we are the the Lamauanites or something. The Lamauanites, yeah. We are the little, we are the Lord mighty, all omniscient. Right. <laughs> or like, there's this photo and it says, people like this make me weak, fur, fur. And does this person sap strength from another? Is, did they have this ability? It's amazing. Like they're they're gonna have no clue what's going on. We don't know what's going on. Look at the meat. Look at some of those deep fried memes out there, and tell <laughs> me you know what's going on all the time. You don't have to. You just enjoy it. Back in in these ancient times, people did not have bladders. Pee was stored in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> it seems they worshipped a frog like creature named Dat Boy. <laughs> I see he appears in all of their writings, and he appears quite suddenly, and everyone pays attention to Dat Boy. Also, they need to apparently pay the spooky skeleton their respects. And also, they're apparently skeletons still have the ability to breathe because this one next to it says doot. It says doot doot. And it's playing the trumpet. It seems their currency was F's because they all pay F to pay respects. <laughs> anyway, getting deep in the memes Ooh. here. But that's what I've got. I'll leave it up to you guys with what you think. Is the Yonaguni Monument actually the lost continent of Mew? Or is it all just naturally occurring sandstone and is Mew not even a real place? The location matches up. The timeline roughly matches up as far as we can tell. We don't really know. Lemurs, dude. Explain lemurs. Somebody somebody DM us on Twitter and explain lemurs to me. As I think that kind of relates to something about Madagascar because... But that's in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, right? Madagascar is off the coast of Africa, the the um, west coast of Africa. Because aren't there like creatures that live on? Ma- was that the? There's creatures that live on Madagascar that like aren't anywhere else in the world. True, true. But I mean, then again, there are creatures that like live here that aren't anywhere else in the world. In North America, like skunks. Skunks aren't really like a thing. Oh, really? They're yeah. not anywhere but North America. Well, they. I don't know. They might be in South America. Now that I think about it, I don't know. But like, all right, oh, let's go South America. In Brazil, there's these an- there are these animals called coatis, right? And they're like these ring-tailed things. They look like anteaters. They got long noses, and they've got these ring tails, and they climb on things. They're actually super cool, um, but you wouldn't find those anywhere else. Okay. So that's not too uncommon. But anyway, uh, let us know what you guys think. This this could be a game changer. We could have finally found what some might call Atlantis. You know, the lost city or the lost continent. Um, and uh, we'll post the link to the photo, and uh, and I guess we'll post to the Wikipedia page because that's mm-hmm. what I was reading off of. All right, and. I need to start doing this, but we need to plug ourselves. Okay. I've got mine. Do you have yours? Uh, your your hair, plug? Hair plugs? I do have those. Uh-oh. No, I don't. I was like, oh, I'm You look sorry. so, confer- so concerned. I just, now I feel bad because I just have my butt plug. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> the plug. Oh, okay, okay. I was don't wondering why you were waving around so aggressively yeah, there. because I don't worry. I cleaned it. Did, I mean, did you? Oh, does oh. it just come in brown from the manufacturer? Is like like... Oh, yes. Okay. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> this episode, man, I don't, even know, I don't even know what to do with this. Okay, Maybe well, we shouldn't post this one. Uh, but no, we're yeah, gonna, go ahead. We're going to plug ourselves, so okay, go ahead. So follow us on Twitter. That's our main place. So 
hit us up in the DMs. Just come and hit us up, hit up our DMs uh-huh. with any of your theories. Uh, email us at thezeitgeistpod at gmail.com. Uh, send us your theories. Um, at, even ones you make up on your own. Like, just make them up. We'll I talk do it about all it. the freaking time. The, the, the eco-terrorists. I just made that up this episode while we were talking. So anything goes on this podcast. Really You're welcome does. to share your own ideas. Um, except being mean. We don't like being yeah. mean. No bullies. No bullies, because I'll cut you <laughs> out of the podcast. Yeah. Okay, we got to end it, man. We're going crazy. I know. It's, we're all over the place. I promise next episode will be a little more uh, structured. It's just when we're, when we're gone for, when we're out for a couple weeks, we just, all this stuff builds up. Got a lot, and of, we te- just, got a lot of pent up. Pent up, like, stuff theories. we want to talk about and theories and whatnot. That's what we almost called this constipated. Yeah. Yeah, we were this close to calling it constipated because we have so many theories we can't push them out fast enough, so. Yeah, cause even with Miralax, man, doesn't yeah. help. Nope, not even. So, okay. Nick will take care of us next week, and we'll see you then. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>